Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies, but that's not what we're doing this week. We are in Spooktober. It is the final Spooktober episode for this year. It's making me sad. I'm breaking up uh, over here already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I am Dustin, and I am joined by my co-host, James. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Oh, man. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out. Jesus, that's um, a jump scare right there. Uh yeah, and we're in our final uh, final Spooktober episode. How you been, James? Uh, I've been good. Yeah, you know, watching some movies that are not scary, but <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I I know you're failing. You're I failing. know. This has been probably the worst October horror screening oh, no. month. Oh no! I like. I, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> you've, let, you've let me down. You've let the listeners it's down. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> we are part of the BFOP network. Got to go on there, check the other shows out. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk this week about uh, 2007's Trick or Treat. But before we get into that, of course, we have to do what we always do. We seek movies. We destroy movies. Mm-hmm. James, what do you have for me? Well, I seeked out a movie... Uh, from my past to watch with my kids. I I seeked out 1993's Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. That's a classic Halloween season film. It's classic. My, and my kids liked it. Oh, yeah? So this is the first time watch for them? First time watching, so they want to watch the second one. So Oh, right. They did a second one recently, right? Yeah. So, um, which weird thing in the second one, it's like they haven't aged. It's oh. really weird. <laughs> Some good makeup. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a classic, right? So quite enjoyable. Kids really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's a good spooky season uh, family f- flick for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm still trying to think, you know, should I pull out Ernest Scared Stupid? Heck yeah. Um, or, uh, you know, I saw a thing recently that I, I guess the some of the monsters on Ernest Scared Stupid... Or just the clowns from Killer Clowns, but like re, repurposed. Like they painted them. Oh, really? Stuff. Yeah, they're freaky, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, they're fucked up. But yeah, so watch that. So that's definitely a seek. Uh, I would say a destroy. I have a destroy this week. Oh, what do we got. Well, you know, just like 
Adam Sandler has a contract with Netflix. <laughs> so do I. We have the trifecta uh, Adam Sandler Netflix contract that I have with them. Right. So yeah. I watched the Adam Sandler Halloween movie. I watched that hubby Halloween. Oh, yeah. Hubie? Hubie. Hubie Halloween. Hubie. I guess that was a, that was not good. Holy shit. <laughs> it is definitely not good. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. I, I have not. I honestly, I kind of hated it. <laughs> you know, every Adam Sandler movie, it doesn't matter like if it's brand new. There's going to be something in there that I'm like, I find kind of funny. Right. right. And there was like some stuff actually when uh, there's a reveal of the of one character and it's Rob Schneider. I kind of went. Eh. <laughs> but you were laughing at him, not with him. Yeah, I'm laughing at him because he's Rob Schneider. Right. Rob um, Schneider is a carrot. <laughs> uh, and then Steve Buscemi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, this is like the only thing he's doing nowadays is popping up and he's awesome. Sandler joints. Well, OK, so here's a weird thing. Okay, so you got Adam Sandler, you got Kevin James, you got uh, Julie Bowen. Yeah, oh yeah, from uh, Modern Family. Uh, And Happy Gilmore. Ray Liotta. Wow. Steve Buscemi, Rob Schneider. Hell of a cast. uh, Maya Rudolph, Jim, or Tim Meadows. Nice. Um, Like, you have, you know, Kenan Thompson... Uh, Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> ben, ben Stiller, Jesus. Um, anyone not show up in this thing? No, it's everybody, everybody. The whole cast of SNL. Wow. Um, the the weird thing is, so the Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller showing up, hilarious. Yeah, because Ben Stiller is just mm-hmm. comedy gold. Uh, he plays his character from Happy Gilmore. Oh, awesome. <laughs> which is awesome. Okay, well, now I almost have to watch this. It's not worth it, okay? <laughs> you can't you can't do this to me. <laughs> no, because that scene is literally like 30 seconds. Okay. So it's not worth yeah, it. I just try to watch it on YouTube or something. Um, but the thing is, is like, so I was talking to John about this movie, and he's what he said actually makes sense. He was like, you know... It seems like Adam Sandler has this contract with Netflix where he has to make these movies. And so basically, he's like, here, I'm going to write a movie in a week. Yeah. And I'm going to invite all my friends so they can all get paid. Get a paycheck. He's like the MC Hammer of uh, Netflix comedies. So he's just inviting everyone to, hey, you you need a paycheck? Come on. (laughs) I'll write you in the movie. You get a paycheck and you get a paycheck. (laughs) That's honestly what it feels like because... The the storyline of this movie is... Thanks so, for that Netflix money. <laughs> so Adam Sandler, he's playing like... Uh, I'm guessing he's supposed to be like maybe autistic or he's supposed to be slow. It, it's like he's playing Waterboy. Like it's really... I don't know. It's kind okay. of weird. Okay. But all Adam Sandler's characters have yeah, like, like a sort of childish. Childish, you know? right? Yeah. So like even Billy Madison, right? Childish. Mm-hmm. Um, so he plays this character that like everybody bullies him, has bullied him since he was in high school, right? Yeah. And so he's like a Halloween monitor. 
He goes around, make sure everyone's safe, you know, make sure people aren't taking too much candy kind of thing. Okay. Right. And so anyways, a bunch of stuff happens. Uh, people are getting like abducted. Right. So there's this whole thing of like, who's doing it anyways, big surprise. Adam Sandler saves the day. And then <laughs> everyone has to reevaluate what they think. About. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, I would skip. Yeah. I would 100% skip. So I'm sorry I even watched it. (laughs) I I watched it. You made it sound kind of appealing in a way. And then you just shot it down. I watched it with my youngest daughter who didn't like it. (laughs) Um, She thought it was stupid. fucking blows. Her words, stupid. (laughs) I think it was uh, that took up some time. Half star, stupid. <laughs> put, put that in a letterbox for me, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would destroy that. And then I watched uh, a little movie on the old Tubi machine. Yeah. I watched The Stuff. Oh, yeah. Now this, I, I enjoyed this yeah, movie. Yeah, that's a fun movie. And I watched this with my kids, even. Okay, yeah. And uh, So that's a, that's a gateway horror film there. Yeah, it, it was awesome because... Uh, there is some cool practical effects where um, the stuff is coming out of people's mouths or yeah. heads yeah. and splitting apart and all this stuff. Uh, for people who haven't seen it, it's like uh, this new product that's like kind of like kind of something between ice cream and marshmallow and something like that. Yeah. Whipped cream. I don't know. It's like but it's weird and it's weird. Fucks you up if you eat it. And it just comes out of the ground. And so these <laughs> This company or these guys <laughs> just start packaging it. <laughs> like, let's sell this stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, so it was quite enjoyable. Yeah. And I would definitely recommend that. A Larry Cohen movie. Yeah, that's, that's a fun movie. Yeah, 100%. And that's about it. All right. Well, let's uh, see here. I uh, it was we had, a, we had a Friday the 13th in October this year. Yeah. So uh, you watched Friday the 13th? I watched three Friday the 13th movies. Oh, I watched, wow. I watched, this year I watched part two. Part three and part five, uh, just kind of picking ones that I didn't watch last year, sort of thing. I just okay. rotate around. Yeah, yeah. I always I always watch at least one Friday the Thirteenth uh, every spooky season. But uh, yeah, so I went with two, three, and five. Do you have to watch the other ones to know? Not really. I mean, when you watch them in order, there's some through line, but it, it's also hilarious in that like it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Like. Um, I think I already spoiled for you that in the first movie, it's his mom that's killing people and Jason isn't in the movie. Right. Um, and then in the second movie, you know, the whole story of the first movie is that he drowned as a kid and, and, and that's why the mom is killing camp counselors. Yeah. Whatever. And the second movie, oh no, it turns out he's a grown man living in the woods. So it's like, Sweet. it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, and, he, and that one he's like what they call sackhead Jason. He wears like a pillowcase with a eye, one eye hole, uh, and he's kind of creepy in that one. Oh, okay. Uh, second is one of the best ones, I think. It's got some of the best kills. It's got everything you want in these from these movies, you know, uh, nudity, gore. Yeah, <laughs> it's very fast paced. There's barely any plot in these movies. Um, the cast is fun though; like it's a fun group. Uh, the third one is actually, I, you know, I keep coming back to them. the third one is kind of one of my least favorite. It's, it's the, 
one where they had the 3D gimmick when it came out in theaters. They were doing the 3D gimmick. So when you watch it, there's all these cheesy things like the ooh, like holding stuff up to <laughs> right, the screen. Right. And stuff. <laughs> it has a couple good kills. There's a harpoon kill that's really good. Um, this is the one where he first puts on the goalie mask, finally. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. In some, the third one. In the third movie, he comes across a goalie mask that one of the other characters had, and he puts it on. Um, but and then that that's crazy. And then that becomes the iconic. Yeah, that's the iconic mask. And it's funny, right? It's like not till the third movie. Um, I, I don't really like this movie that much, though. Like, it's it's still okay. I like I like all the Friday movies to one extent or another. But this one is one of the lower end ones for me. It just feels like they're kind of treading water already. Uh, I skipped four, which is one of my favorites. But I watched five, which most people hate five. Okay. It's, it's called New Beginning. And I'll, I'll spoil this for you, too. Uh, in part five, it turns out at the end that it wasn't actually Jason. It was some other guy, like, disguised as Jason doing the killings in the in the fifth film. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so people hate that one. I actually really like this one. I think it's really fun. It's got a really high kill count. It's, like, just really stupid and absurd. There's, like, a lot of funny scenes. It's the, it's the movie that has the damn enchiladas, which a lot of people will remember that part. Um... It's just it's just so dumb that it's really fun to me. Yeah, uh, and it's like the Scooby Doo ending to the where they pull off the Jason mask and it's some yeah. other dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's really fun. <laughs> uh, I watched a few seventies movies. I'll I'll just mention this one. I watched JD's Revenge, which is like a seventies uh, black exploitation gangster movie. Oh, okay, except it's uh, also a horror movie. So. Uh, this one is about uh, this gangster, this New Orleans gangster who's shot and killed in the 40s. Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to the 70s, uh, this young black law student, he goes to see, they go to this like hypnotist thing, uh, like a entertainment thing. Yeah. With his, he goes with his girlfriend and during the hypnotism, he's one of the ones that gets put in a trance. And this spirit of this dead gangster like goes into his body. And now starts like using him to try to get revenge on the people that killed him in the 40s. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a fun movie. It's actually, though, it gets kind of like serious at times, too, like surprisingly. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. is in it as a preacher guy, this like phony preacher. Um, so this guy will kind of go back and forth between being himself and then being this gangster. Mm-hmm. And it gets kind of serious. He's like, starts like slapping his girlfriend around when he's like, the pimp guy um, okay and like she's like leaving him and like doesn't understand what the fuck is going on because he's never been like this he's like acting like a completely different person because he is a completely different person and it actually delves into this kind of stuff and a bit of this like domestic abuse stuff so when he snaps out of it does he know like hey he doesn't remember it was like he was in a fugue state oh he's like he's like i don't remember that like doing that stuff like and people are like, yeah, what the fuck? You're a piece of shit, man. Like, what the hell? Right. <laughs> um, anyway, I thought this was a fun movie. Uh, pretty unique, uh, different, something different, for, especially for the black exploitation genre. Uh, so, yeah, I enjoyed that. I'd uh, say that you should seek it out. JD's Revenge. Cool. Uh, watched a couple of newer ones as well. Uh, this one called Dark Harvest just came out based on a book I read a couple years ago. Uh I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a purge type thing. It's this like six, this town in the sixties, the town has, is weird and has these rules. There's this guy called Sawtooth Jack. Who's like this pumpkin headed creature. He, every October he comes out of this field on like Halloween night or whatever. And all the, they send all the like 
teenage boys out to try to kill him. Okay. And he, he like brutally murders lots of them and stuff. But whoever kills him, um, they win this prize. Their family gets like a house and the, and then they send the, the son off in a brand new Corvette or whatever. <laughs> to like, leave the town. Leave the town. Gets to leave. And everyone else is just in these, beholden to these rules. So they lock their teenage kids up, their boys, like the week leading up to this event. They don't like feed them hardly anything. So when they get out, they're kind of like crazed animals. And they're like, <laughs> they start like breaking into houses and stores and right. killing each other. And, you know, and they're all trying to like kill this pumpkin headed thing. And so the gore was pretty good in this. I actually didn't love the book but i thought the movie was actually worked kind of better mm-hmm. there's like a lot of holes in like what the, how does this work like what's the what's the deal with this whole thing um mm-hmm. and i'm not sure it entirely satisfactorily answers those but it is fun and it's definitely very much like feels like a movie you would watch in this season i could see people adding this to their like you know yearly or whatever uh october watching sort of thing yeah that's cool uh, yeah, so I liked it. it. It's not amazing, but it, it's cool enough. It's unique enough. Um, it's got the gore is good. Like there's not a ton of gore, but when it happens, it's really gory. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, I think I told you I, w- I rewatched Saw. Yeah. So I went ahead and watched Saw two and three uh, to see like, okay, will I like these better all these years later? So because I still liked the first Saw. Yeah. No, these these movies suck, <laughs> fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay they suck man. so they don't get better i don't think so i don't really see the appeal no, there's no redeeming characters there's nobody to root for in these you're not rooting for fucking jigsaw yeah you're not rooting for the characters because they are all ep- reprehensible people in these movies um and it's just a, an excuse to watch people get like eviscerated torn apart by different contraptions now i'll i'll admit that they come up with some very creative ways to kill people um which which can be fun, right? That's yeah. that can be fun, but in in these movies that are very miserable, and just very like I don't know, mid two thousands new metally, uh, angsty kind of, you know, they shot in a way that they look dirty and grimy, and there's not a lot for me to like about them. Yeah. Now uh, you remember that movie a couple years ago where it's it's like uh, a bunch of like. SJWs get a bunch of like right wing, a bunch of right wing people, and then they like hunt them on a. Oh yeah, the hunt. Yeah, the hunt. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think the brilliant part of the hunt is, I don't like, and I, I can't remember, but it's basically like they they got the wrong person that like they kidnapped the wrong like Jane whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they weren't... Because the whole idea was all of these people are like, you know, they said a bunch of crazy right. shit and it's online. Like one of them's the wrong one. And yeah. one of them's the wrong one, so... So now you're a piece of shit because you've like... So, like, I, I haven't seen any of the saws, yeah. but you would think you would have that. Yeah, you think you'd, like, screw up? Because his plans are always so meticulous in these movies. Like, it's like... I don't know. When did he have time to follow these people and know all these things about them? Because it's always like six people or something. And like, right. and it's like, oh, John, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You did this to your neighbor or, you know, whatever it is. Right. And like, 
then for six years you blah, blah like and i'm like how the fuck does he know all this shit about all these people and then he's set up these huge elaborate traps and like and if you have time and if you can make yourself reach your hand into the vat of acid to get the key then blah blah and <laughs> and wow. then it's like and he's like planned for every eventuality and all this stuff and then they try to always do like these like twist reveal things at the end of each movie because that's how the first movie ended so they're like well we got to have one of those at the end of every movie um it, they, they're so dumb I, <laughs> i'm i'm like so now i'm torn i'm like they I, I think they only get shittier from here is what i understand well, how, how many are there there's 10 the 10th one just Holy. came out this fucking year so well you gotta I, watch I, them all oh Dustin. my god I, part of me feels like i have to and, I, and that's wrong right that's wrong right <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's kind of your duty <laughs> last movie i'll mention I watched Bats, which Christian brought up when we were talking oh, about yeah. House of the Dead with him. The movie I saw on video back when it came out in 1999, Lou Diamond Phillips, uh, Dina Meyer. So was it good? Um, it's so dumb, but it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. This is like all these stupid, shitty bat puppets in it, and their faces <laughs> kind of look like fucking dogs and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, okay. It's really dumb, but yeah, it's fun. I had fun with it. It's a piece of shit, but it's it's a fun piece of shit. So nice, yeah. I'd recommend I'd recommend Bats. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime in Canada. If you want to watch it, okay. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into this week's movie, Trick or Treat from two thousand seven. Let's hear hear a trailer. This is the one night that all sorts of things <laughs> roam free. <laughs> Sorry. These traditions. Wait, wait. What? You're supposed to keep it lit. Why? Ancient tradition? Putting on costumes. I look like I'm five. You look great. What did we do now? We meet our dicks. Jack-o'-lanterns. Why are we here? To pay our respects to the dead? The Halloween school bus massacre. They started to protect us, but... One guy's family you doing down there? Hiding bodies? <laughs> Nowadays, no one really cares. This one's the lit. What is that? It's them. Oh my god. Look at me. It's not a trick. It's real. Tonight is about respecting the customs, not breaking them. Trick or Treat, uh, directed by Michael Doherty, starring Brian Cox, uh, Anna Paquin, Dylan Baker, Leslie Bibb, among others. A lot of unknowns in this movie, a little indie movie when it came out. Uh, The uh, synopsis is, four interwoven stories that occur on Halloween. An everyday high school principal has a secret life as a serial killer. A college virgin might have just met the one guy for her. A group of teenagers pull a mean prank. And a bitter old recluse receives an uninvited guest. Uh, yeah. So. Huh. James, have you seen this movie before? Never seen this movie. 
Uh, I recognize the character. Uh, yeah, because the Sam guy. Yeah, um, I've seen it in whether it's going to Spirit Halloween or whatever. Right, he's all around. Know. Yeah, he's all around. It's become it's become a bit of a cult hit. Like now you see all the Sam toys and yeah, the but dolls, and they haven't made a second one, have they? No, but they finally announced recently that they are making a second one, which people have been clamoring for it for quite a while. So right, so. I didn't know what to expect going into it because I didn't watch a trailer. I didn't even read the synopsis. Okay. So um, I didn't really, I wasn't really expecting the the five interwoven stories. It's kind of an anthology, except in this case, they all sort of take place at the same time. Whereas when you watch a lot of these horror anthologies, it's like, here's a story. Here's like creep show or something. It's like here's a story, here's a story, here's a story. They're not connected to each other. Yeah. This it's like all one thing sort of thing. So it was kind of like weird because I guess, you know, we can unpack what exactly is going on, but um you know, it what I gather is so this character Sam is yeah. the well, how do you know that it's Sam? Um yeah, I don't know if they even say it in the movie. They don't say it. But that's how that's how he's credited as. There might be in you know that opening credit sequence is like kind of this comic book sequence where it's showing these trick or treat comics as if they're like sort of old Tales from the Crypt comics or something. Yeah, and I, I like know, that. I don't know if it says his name ever in there, but Okay. So this character is supposed to be um I guess this spirit of halloween <laughs> yeah i guess he's like a kind little of. halloween demon or something yeah right so it's like if you've done something or even if you you kind of you kind of break the rules you of break the halloween. rules of halloween yeah exactly like you you think halloween's stupid i mean that married couple like what did they do other than they she put their pumpkin out to her or she she turned the pumpkin's candle i mean that early. just seems like <laughs> cruel it's very cruel i mean you got to follow these rules uh, that's she why didn't, she didn't like halloween though she was like a bit of a scrooge a halloween scrooge right she's like taking the decorations down early okay but she deserves to die james well, fuck that bitch <laughs> <laughs> right okay whatever so basically don't fuck with halloween yeah at all like yeah. you better put those decorations up hand out that candy and Dude, uh, follow the rules follow the rules <laughs> um yeah interesting very interesting i mean i do like the fact that and I, i'm I don't know how else to talk about this other than to jump all over the place. Yeah, sure. It doesn't matter. Um, but I do like the fact that the the sack that's on his head, it comes off eventually. Right. It's, and, like, it's like a pumpkin underneath there. Yeah. So I like that. I like that his like body is made up of pumpkins. So it's like the guts, <laughs> right. the guts yeah. and the seeds. Are, so I like that. Um I was hoping for a little more of Sam actually killing people. Yeah, he's he's kind of just sort of there. Like he kills, like you say, the couple at the beginning. He kills the wife in that scene with his little, um, you know, he's got that lollipop that's kind of jagged pumpkin yeah. lollipop thing. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of more an observer in some of these stories. Well, he, he kind of is like, he uses his Halloween magic 
maybe kind yeah, of maybe he's influenced to, the... to make these things happen yeah, in a way that could be um so i don't know like what's your yeah history oh, with yeah it? so I, I saw it back when it came out and i really liked it and i was like yeah this is this is fun i like this movie and then you know probably a few years later i watched it again and i was like no oh, this this movie's fucking great and since then it's just become a halloween favorite for me and the, again i have like the blue special edition blu-ray i watch it every year now so like um, what is it i think um i think watching you know last night i was like you know i think what it is is that it's a really tight movie it's an it's an hour 22 minutes i know which i saw that and the, the amount that he gets done in that hour and 22 minutes is kind of mind-blowing it's true like there's a lot of movies that are two two and a half hours long that don't get as much done in their runtime that he gets done yeah he manages to tell you these stories all at once he manages to have them connect to each other in fun little ways yeah um i think the stories themselves have fun little reversals there's some humor there's good actors in the roles and it's just, and then most of all, I think it's just the Halloween atmosphere of it. Like it just feels the most Halloweeny of any uh, October movie I could watch, you know, like the way that they have done the set dressing. So like we're going down the street and the, there's the leaves and every house has fucking pumpkins. And like in my mind, this is how Halloween was when I was a kid. Of course it wasn't really like this. There's it no was, way there's it no, was Of like course this. not. But this is how you sort of want to remember it, right? Right. Um, like everyone it, goes it fucking all out. It captures some feeling that I had as a kid about Halloween. Right, and I can see that. Uh, so yeah, I just love the atmosphere, the set dressing, all that stuff. Uh, when there is gore, I think it's done well. It's not a super gory, over-the-top movie, but there is some stuff. Um, so yeah, I just I think all the elements just work, and to do it in that short of a runtime and just have this fun, fun little quick movie that... I don't know. <laughs> There's the cat. Um, I don't know. I really like it. I really enjoy it. And and it's one of those, like I say, like it's, for me, it's become an absolute classic. And, uh, you know, I, w- I think when I first watched it, I probably would have given it like, oh, 3.5 out of 5 kind of thing. Yeah. And now I'm a 5 out of 5 for this movie. Like, hmm. uh, and, I, and I watch it every year. So it's definitely something that grew on me. But uh, that's where I'm at with this movie. <laughs> yeah. So this is his first feature. Yeah. Which is also uh, pretty impressive. So he wrote a bunch of movies, though, leading up to this. I mean, he did a bunch of shorts, too. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, like, he wrote X2. Oh, okay, yeah. Which which is still my favorite X-Men movie. Oh, okay. I honestly couldn't tell you what happens in it. (laughs) Um, He did, let's see, Superman Returns. He wrote that. Oh, yeah, which was also Brian Singer uh, directed movie. Um, yeah, and, he, and then, you know, he did, he went on, oh, he did the, uh, cut, he wrote Godzilla vs. Kong, which was recent, and he d- wrote and directed the uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters from 2019. That was the one with uh, Coach from from uh, Friday Night Lights right. TV show. Oh, and Millie Bobby Brown was in that one. You can't say I loved these recent Godzilla movies, but uh, at least he's working. But he did, he did Krampus as well after this, uh, yeah. which is kind of like the Christmas answer to this in a way. It's not a it's not a bunch of short stories. It's like one story. Mm-hmm. It's a fun movie as well. Uh, I enjoy it. I haven't seen. I, it. I don't think it's nearly as good as Trick or Treat to me anyway. Right. But it is fun. I, I definitely would recommend Krampus. Um, and he's writing the Hellraiser 
TV series, I guess. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's that's cool. It's in development. So yeah, he's he's working. He's out there working, and now they're supposedly working on Trick or Treat Two, which yeah, there's a poster up uh, already. But I don't know if it's real. Um, but yeah, I think you know when Trick or Treat came out, um, it was a small movie. It was just an indie movie. Don't think it did particularly well in theaters, and then I think it kind of just got a word of mouth groundswell after it had been out for a while. Um, people started watching it, and then all of a sudden, it's become this thing. And like you say, you go to Spirit Halloween, and there's a bunch of Sam merchandise. Yeah, it's fucking everywhere. Yeah, and so it, that that came along slowly. It wasn't like he's he wasn't automatically an icon like Freddy or Jason or something. It took a while yeah. for that to happen. Um, but now we are now we're in, in that. Uh, where everyone kind of knows who little Sam is, or at least if they don't know where what he's from, they recognize him, right? Yeah. So like, this is just like uh, I, I'm always interested in movies like this. Is it like just one of those independent movies that one of the major studios puts it out on their independent? Yeah, label? I think it was a legendary. Uh, yeah, um, legendary Warner Brothers. Yeah, or Warner Brothers put on legendary. one of their little small. Fox Searchlight, you know, like yeah, one of those yeah. kinds of things. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's it's kind of one of those... That's the thing about horror movies. It's just like you don't know what's going to hit yeah. and when. And Yeah, it won't even necessarily hit when it comes out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. now, now it's a hit. Like, you know, what is this, 15 years later or whatever. Um, but honestly, like you could have said this movie came out this year and yeah, I'd say, yeah, sure. it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I like the, I like these stories though. Like I like Dylan Baker has this <laughs> principal or yeah. whatever he is. That's like a, a killer. Uh, the conversation he has with the fat kid, uh, who's stealing candy, uh, about the rules of Halloween and uh, all this stuff and how we, you know, what the reasons why we do these things and put to protect ourselves from the spirits and all this. And then, you know, he poisons the kid, you know, Oh, you got to check your candy. <laughs> like poisons. The yeah. Kid. Poisons the kid. And it's just funny, you know, like he's trying to bury him in the backyard and like the neighbor is coming to see what he's doing. And his kid is like yelling out the window and back from trick or treating. Dad. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, be quiet. <laughs> Like he's trying to bury it. Meanwhile, this kid is like still alive. He's like stomping on him. Oh, which is brutal. And then he puts the shovel like yeah into the kid in the sack. But the funny thing about like his kid yelling from the window, you think like, oh, he's trying to hide it from his kid. Yeah. Turns out, no. No, he's just, he doesn't want to alert the neighbors, I think, to anything, right? Yeah. But like, okay, so this kid is definitely fucked up. Right, he's being raised by a serial killer. It's like we, he's, you got to help me with my jack o' lantern. Don't forget to help me with the eyes. <laughs> and then, of course, we see at the end of that scene that the jack o' lantern is this kid's head That's oh, the, that man. he chopped off with the shovel, and uh, they're carving, they're carving this kid's head. Mm-hmm. His little, he's like, what is the kid? Do you think like five, six years old, something like that? <laughs> yeah, I'd say probably like yeah, like six, seven, somewhere in there. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but each of, I like these. I like this because each of these stories have these little kind of reversals in them, um, where you're like, oh yeah, like you think he's trying to doesn't want his kid to see what he's doing out there. Yeah, um, but then it's like, oh, it's it's more fucked up than that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because 
um, this principle gets tied in later, which you get the reveal yeah, later, yeah. which is kind of funny. Um, but then you also get the, the tie-in of the neighbor. Right. Brian Cox is living next door, and we see him like pounding on the window, and he's like, help me, help me, or whatever. And he's like, ah, fuck you, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, that doesn't come back until the end of the movie, like loops back around. The only tie-in we don't really have is the, uh, the kids. Yeah, well, we see them kind of walking through the neighborhood and like passing some of the other characters, but they're not like their story doesn't necessarily. Story well, actually, doesn't. it does connect. It does connect to the Brian Cox story. Oh, yeah, at the end. Yeah, at the end, which we don't find out till the very end. Um, so, yeah, there is these kids who are, we see them trick or treating. Um, there's some funny stuff there where they go to like some neighbor lady's house and she's like drunk and kind of being. It's like a teacher. Inappropriate. Yeah, and they see some of the other. <laughs> teachers doing like weird sexy stuff or whatever in the background <laughs> there's some funny shit like that yeah. um and then they are taking they're picking up this girl who seems to be like on the spectrum or whatever and they're yep. like gonna take her to this quarry to tell her this spooky story about this busload of kids and they were like uh you know all you know disabled kids and stuff uh you know look seem to be like intellectually disabled kids mm-hmm. that this bus driver and it's like this terrible story where like the parents have paid this bus driver to like drive them into the the water at the bottom of this quarry yeah and and then it all kind of goes wrong and and, it, and they end up drowning uh and now they're telling her this story like as these kids now all these years later like and they set it up as this big prank where um, I have the undead say, kids come out. <laughs> I have to say, this is like the worst <laughs> prank you could ever pull on somebody. And why would any so of mean. them agree to it other than the mean leader? Yeah, the mean right? girl. Yeah. Um, all the other kids seem normal. Yeah, I think they thought, oh, this will be fun. But then when they... When, it, when they did it in practice and saw the like reality of it, they were like, "Oh, this was you know, this is really mean. Like this is like too, they went fucking all out. They really did. Like, <laughs> which is impressive. I mean, I think it's supposed to be like you know, Halloween. You play tricks, right? You play tricks on people is the thing. So, but yeah, this is like such a mean prank. Uh, but then, of course, the real undead kids come out of the swamp, which is awesome. Which <laughs> is awesome, and the attack. Attack these kids pretending to be the... I found it interesting that they, with that, where the girl that's being, like, tricked, um, she doesn't let them in the little elevator. Yeah. Well, she's, she's been tricked. And she's like, you fucking assholes. You get what you deserve. Murder? Murder. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's like, eh, fuck you. You're going to die now. Yeah. Like, she, not even, she didn't even save the boy who, like helped her afterwards yeah and stuff she's like no you're one of them you did this too um i mean that's cruel <laughs> yeah everyone's got cruelty to go around here oh yeah but see like why doesn't anything happen to her though i don't know i mean i guess she's they're kind of painting her as a, like she was an innocent but um okay but the husband maybe that's what sam wanted her to yeah do. but the husband yeah who loves halloween yeah he didn't he get killed too? No, he didn't get killed. He just found his wife dead, uh, oh. hung up in the front yard. He I put on the porno tape and then yeah. passed out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there's funny little bits like that. It uh, right. spl- sprinkled throughout the movie. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we have the the girls that are going to the Halloween party. 
and they're all looking for dates um and you know they're doing the sexy halloween costume thing uh that's funny there's that little kid like peeking through the dressing room door yeah. and stuff uh and they're, they're all talking kind of dirty and stuff and the the woman who runs the store is like hey you want to like there's children you, out yeah, here there's kids yeah <laughs> Um, that whole storyline with those, those teen, what are, I don't know. They're not teenagers. Yeah, they're, probably like, like they're like, they're like college girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't expecting that. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. And that's fun too. The way they set all that up. We see this guy who murders a woman in an alley during all this Halloween parade, uh, stuff that's going on. This guy with a matte black mask he has sharp teeth and he kills this woman um, and then he starts kind of stalking Anna Paquin, who uh, she's like presented as uh, out of the girls. She's like the virgin. Yeah, she's like innocent. Doesn't know how to pick up a, a guy. Like they're all like picking up these dudes really easily and stuff. And she doesn't have a date for this Halloween party they're going to. Well, you think she's a virgin like she hasn't had sex, but that's not what. Yeah, that's not what they are they're talking, talking about. about. <laughs> yeah, turns out uh, she's dressed like a little red riding hood. Yeah. And of course, this black masked person starts stalking her through Which, the woods. Fucking brilliant that we, she was dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, like the foreshadowing. It all like ties oh, together. What so big good. teeth you have? Yeah, <laughs> the guys you have. Um, and of course, you know, again, this is one of those little reversals, which is so fun in the movie. Where yeah, uh, we think, oh no, she's gonna get got by this masked killer, and then turns out, no, no, this is a setup. Like she is hunting him. Um, she brings him to the Halloween party where we see all the other dates have already been murdered by their, by the girls. Yeah. Uh, and they're having sort of this ceremony. They turn into fucking werewolves, which is bonkers. <laughs> they're like peeling their skin off. Yeah, and I know. Stuff. It's crazy. Some nice, fun little practical things in there. There's yeah. a little, you throw a little CG thrown in there too, but, um, nothing like really distracting. I didn't think. Um, I just love as soon as the principal, like the mask comes off, because when the mask's on, you think, okay, this guy's cold blooded yeah. and all these things. But as soon as the mask comes off, he's like, ah, he's like a blubbering, no. he's a blubbering little baby. Yeah, I know. It's now awesome. He's the victim, right? Yeah, he's the victim. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah, it's set up really well. It's, it's I don't know, really well done. Um, and then of course they're gonna, she's gonna eat him. And yeah. It's her first uh, as a, a young werewolf or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's just fun because you're getting all these different types of stories, yeah. Halloween stories. There's the little ghost children, goblin kids, and there's the weird pumpkin demon guy, and there's the werewolves, and there's a the serial killer, and like all these things all at once, really quickly tells each story effectively. Yeah, does fun little spins and humor and all this stuff and then an hour and 22 fucking minutes this yeah. whole thing happens it is pretty remarkable <laughs> um so yeah so the one girl gets away from the kids she leaves them we see her kind of dragging her cart along and stuff and um her house had all these tons of pumpkins yeah. in front of it that she had carved um and then they we go back to brian cox in that in the house his emphysema <laughs> wheezing away yeah. in his little dog. And this whole sequence with Sam where, you know, he thinks that there's just a kid in his house. Yeah. And this whole sequence where he's pretty much, you know, he's going to get killed with the lollipop. And then 
I don't know why he doesn't get killed because he has candy or something. There's a chocolate bar. He yeah. like stabs the chocolate bar on his chest. Right. And he's like, ah, <laughs> screaming. And then it's like stops. And it's like, oh, okay. And then he just starts eating the chocolate bar off the end of the, the, the lollipop thing. Right. Uh, that's after he's already blasted him with a shotgun. And we saw that, like you said, the pumpkin yeah. guts and everything. And Which I love all that. Yeah, that's, that's just so really good. fun. Fun thought out little thing about him. Um, and we see his little pumpkin mouth through the mask and everything. Yeah. And he's like, what the hell is this thing? But then when he tears it off, he's like, got a weird, he's like a weird demon thing. Like, yeah, he's got I weird know. Eyes it's crazy. Stuff. Uh, they have like a battle in the house and stuff. It's fun. He slips down all the candy down the stairs <laughs> to the bottom. Candy and glass. Yeah. And glass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like Sam has a chocolate bar that has like a razor blade in it, which of course was like that old, you know, urban legend yeah, exactly. about, you know, people are putting razor blades in the Halloween candy <laughs> and stuff. Um, and you know, the earlier guy, the serial killer who, who poisoned the candy that the kid had, like those were old stories when I was growing up, like, Oh, there's Satanists who are want to kill children on Halloween and put stuff in the candy. Satanists. And now of course the, they've, you know, it's changed and it's like people are putting drugs and like, THC and candy to fuck kids up and it's like man no one's gonna waste their drug money on your children <laughs> well, yeah exactly <laughs> um it's just funny how the myths change over time to yeah. something else there's always something to be afraid of right but um yeah so he has his little battle we see the scene where he was banging on the window from his perspective now um and then he the he leaves after he eats the chocolate bar He's like, you're like, oh, he's okay. He's not going to die. Yeah. Which is funny because then that ties into Sam is watching the married couple across, across the, street. the street. Yeah. It all ties back. So to it that. all ties back to that. Yeah. Which is nice. And then I love that he closes the door and then the doorbell rings and then it's those kids from the bus yeah and he's the he was the bus driver creepy <laughs> yeah they are really creepy with their you know they already had these kind of creepy halloween masks on yeah. when they drowned and so then they're all kind of rotten and goopy i and, love it uh and yeah we find out he was the bus driver that uh that killed those kids and they're back for revenge out of the quarry <laughs> that's great boom tight tight little bow yeah and like yeah, like you say tie back to the prologue He's across the street from that couple at the very beginning. and Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And yeah, like you said, the fact that it's, uh, you know, hour 22. Um, I kind of thought after, I'm like, I just imagine being like the sheriff in that town. <laughs> being like, what the fuck went on what here? What the fuck happened? <laughs> like all these different things on Halloween night. Yeah. And it'd just be one of those things like, oh, fucking Halloween you know, like they're, the moon's full. They're going loony out there. <laughs> well, because they have this whole news broadcast that in this town, people go like crazy for Halloween. It's like a regular thing. Yeah. So, but still, it's like, all right, well, I guess we only had, you know, like 20 bodies this year. And yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, it wasn't as bad as some of the other years. <laughs> I can't wait. I hope, man, I hope Trick or Treat 2 does actually come out. It's been, it was rumored for a long time. Then they did officially announce it, I think, I think just earlier this year, maybe, or maybe mm. just last year. So I, I don't know what took so long. We need this. I need it in my life. It's kind of nice because I don't know. I imagine 
obviously he's getting paid good money for doing sure, these he's other doing movies, these big Godzilla movies right? and stuff. So it's like he's working on this, you know, his personal project, Trick or Treat 2, but he's getting paid good money. Right. So yeah. it's like when the time's right, he's going to make Trick or Treat 2. So, yeah, I can't wait. Um, there was a Trick or Treat comic book released a little while back. I, sh- I really need to order it. I keep meaning to order it. It's like a big, thick graphic novel. Oh, okay. Trick or Treat stories. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I got to I gotta check that out. Um, yeah, so it's like it's become its own thing, right? Like, yeah. It's, and yeah, I mean, after watching it, I can definitely see why it's like, honestly, I, I haven't watched that many um, horror movies, but this is like definitely one of those movies where I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Like see I see the appeal. I see the appeal. Mm-hmm. You know, like Nightmare Before Christmas has like a huge following, right. like fucking massive. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, like I get the movie, you know, the movie's good and all this stuff, but like people go psycho. Yeah. yeah. It's the one, it's the one for like, you know, the goth punk kids who have like, yeah, it's like sleeves of, uh, tattooed sleeves of the me. characters and all that stuff. Like, uh, or if you went to a hot topic anytime, you know, from in the two thousands, right. it was like <laughs> everything. But the funny thing is, is so like, um, so nightmare before Christmas, uh, you got Freddy, you got Jason, you got, was well, nightmare before Christmas, a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? <laughs> I think it could be either. I can Yeah. To me, you can watch, it's like the perfect combination. Yeah. Right. Um, and then you got trick or treat. Like I get it. I get why this character is like iconic and has become its own thing. It, yeah, it's almost it almost serves, you know, like how you were saying, like, oh, he he's not actually in the movie that much. He has like that last segment where he's like a major player. Um, it almost serves him to kind of create more mystique about him in a way because we don't have all these sequels explaining everything about where did he come from, what is he doing, what like all this stuff. Yeah, he just kind of exists, and you can kind of fill in some blanks with your imagination. And honestly. The second one should just be exactly like yeah, the first one. Yeah, they shouldn't one. explain more about no. his origin or some shit like that. I, no. I don't want to know. <laughs> no, I just, I like the idea that on Halloween, this shit just happens. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because it's Halloween. Because it's <laughs> Halloween, because that's what happens. And Or like they say in the movie, like, it's the night when the... the you know, the, the barrier between the dead and the living is the thinnest is the or thinnest, whatever. Yeah. I don't need to have like a whole origin story of how Sam came from whatever. Like, yeah, we don't please, need that. Please, let's not do we that. We don't need that. Or like multiple Sams that, you <laughs> Right, know. there's a whole bunch running around. I mean, that could be cool. That could be cool idea. if it was done in a certain way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean... Definitely a movie. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. Yeah, if you haven't seen Trick or Treat, I, I mean, now we've spoiled it for you. But yeah, wait, wait six months, forget anything we said about it, and then watch it. <laughs> well, and the thing is too, like, uh, there's nothing really scary. No, I don't think it's about it's not it. like an it, over the top. No, uh, it's. I think it's you know, it's just more fun. It's Halloween fun. It's not. It's not like oh, this is a terrifying horror film. It definitely gives me the, spooky, the tales not, from the crypt yeah, kind of yes. vibe, right? right? Yeah, Which 
I like because it, it's like the Twilight Zone, like Tales from the Crypt, like these kind of stories that. And they've got this good theme at the beginning of the movie too, during that opening yeah. credit sequence that has that Danny Elfman sort of feel of like Tales from the Crypt, that or you know Edward Scissorhands or whatever, like that kind of music. Um, it cuts it puts you in that mode. Um, you know, it's not like this isn't um, Halloween. This isn't like Michael Myers, like really grim, serious. There's humor in this, but they're still like spooky stories. It's like, and it's, they're kind of like moralistic tales. Like these people get their comeuppance kind of thing. Yeah. On Halloween. It's basically somebody from Marvel watched this and we're like, we're going to steal that opening credit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With all the comic book stuff. Yeah. We're going to use that in the beginning of all. Yeah. Our... I think what was Iron Man that came out the year after the this. The year I think. after this. So there you go. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Because <laughs> you can't help but watch this now and think it's just like the Marvel movies. Yeah. Right. That that intro thing. That intro is just mm-hmm. like the Marvel or I mean, even Star I Wars think, does I think that kind of thing. They were like doing a, like a nod to Creep Show. Yeah, no, Creep I get Show that. Has that intro yeah. too with the comic books, the old timey EC comics, um, like Tales from the Crypt and all that stuff. Yeah, so. and, I, and I know where that comes from, and I got that. Yeah. Right? but it's just. You can't help but think that because of Marvel and what. Yeah, now now, now we've seen all those those Marvel yeah. uh, comic book sequences. But yeah. yeah, but yeah, thanks for picking this. Yeah, I mean, here we are. It's Halloween night when this comes out. Yeah, and I don't think you can do much better than this. That's um, true. I mean, if on you know, Halloween night, it's, you're either watching this or the first Halloween. I think, uh, or maybe the third Halloween. That that would be a good choice as well. But if you want those October vibes. Right. Uh, this I think delivers that for sure. Um, so yeah, it was really fun to to watch it yet again. <laughs> and uh, I've got my little Sam action figure uh, on the yeah. shelf. Yeah, that's wicked. And uh, I'll show you his changeable heads after oh, we stop recording. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Happy Spooktober. Hope you had a good one this year. And uh, we'll be back with one more action movie next week before we go on a little bit of a hiatus. And we'll talk about that a little bit more next week. And I hope you have a good one. Check us out on Patreon. You can get us to, if you join up at the right level, you can get us to watch movies that you want us to watch. Uh, we've got shirts and stickers and stuff on there, so check that out. Action, action. Uh, we're on Letterboxd. That's where our list lives. Of course, we didn't uh, add a lot of these horror films to the action movie list, but we are going to keep building that and ranking those action films. And check us out on Instagram if you want to talk to me and... Uh, argue with me about some stupid opinion I have. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everyone. And happy Halloween.